4: It's time for the Mark Miller Utah Jazz postgame show with your hosts, Jake Scott and the coach, Tim Lacombe.
5: Jazz postgame Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz win tonight over the Magic 112 to 108. The Jazz got 28 points tonight from Lowry Markinen, but he only made four field goals. What a funny night from him. Went to the line 21 times, 17 of 21. Excuse me, had 12 rebounds as well. Jordan Clarkson, how about this double-double coach? 23 points for Jordan on 8 of 21 shooting only, 1 of 8 from 3. But he had a career-high 12 rebounds.
6: Whatever it takes.
5: That's that's his new mantra, man. He continues to play great, doesn't he? Just do whatever, round out his game. I don't expect Jordan to average 12 boards a game. But, I mean, we've seen the big assist games, now a big rebound game. He continues to uh, perform in the fourth quarter. He's just having a heck of a year.
6: So we saw earlier in the year when the jazz had a hard time ending possessions, and often we talked about how can they get better at this and Coach Hardy always talked about it, like our team's got all five guys have to be involved, and there were a number of plays that Jordan got those rebounds where he came in from you know the perimeter after a shot was taken and helped clean it up. So all those little details um I'm telling you it's, it's his improvement from last year to this year in all those little areas are really, really impressive. Thirteen points tonight for Walker Kessler. Five of
5: six shooting, three of six from the line. Two of those three makes, by the way, in the clutch to basically seal the deal. But get this, coach—I mean, uh, yeah—nine boards and then seven, seven block shots. He had five of those at the half. Added two more in half number two. Man, does he continue to, uh, to uh, impress or what?
6: Absolutely, and, and you know the to Ron's point, he talked about Kessler's seven offensive rebounds, seven of the nine um you know you think about an offensive rebound and just by virtue of the way the game's played you're at a disadvantage you know as the offensive player most of the time there's going to be a defender that you kind of have to fight through to get to the board and that's that's an effort play you'd love to see walker making those let's go down to coach will hardy and his post game
7: focused through a really tough stretch and finding a way to win a couple guys made big plays down the stretch. Turnovers is clearly a big story of this game. We had 24 when we had 11 in the fourth quarter, um, which is alarming considering the jerseys we were wearing tonight. I feel like we should know which guys are on our team and which guys aren't when we wear the yellow. But it was a really tough stretch, and the guys just dug in. Like They they never wavered in their approach. You guys can't see and hear the timeouts, but... um, they were really locked in just on getting a stop and trying to find a way to, to get a basket when we went down one there. And Colin obviously hit the really tough pull-up which was a big play for us. Uh, they scored and then JC, um, you know, we've talked a lot about end-of-game situations and for him to get the two-for-one layup at 32 and a half seconds left was a huge play because it puts us in a, a very different situation um, as far as closing the game. And Obviously, Walker made a big play, getting the offensive rebound on the, the missed free throws um, and then knocking two down. So um, a, a lot of great stuff down the stretch. I thought JC's defense guarding the inbounder when they were going for a three was tremendous. Uh, understanding what they were looking for and taking some of that away. Um, just a overall, very, very happy that the team was able to maintain focus because I think there, it would have been very easy there in the fourth quarter to to kind of let go. Um, based on some of the turnovers we had so uh, another another big one tomorrow
1: How is Lowry getting to the free throw line so much lately?
7: Done a great job of understanding um, that he is a physical beast and that when he gets an angle on people that he needs to, to be physical on offense and he's just done a good job of using his body of understanding angles um, he's not shying away from the contact and the way the rules are in the NBA you get the benefit of the doubt because to play defense uh, when guys are driving the ball downhill you really have to be perfect Um, you can't put your hands on them you have to beat them to the spot and with his size and strength I think he's just done a a tremendous job of of not shying away from the contact and um, it's been a, a huge a huge thing for him being you know our number one guy and understanding that your life can't be all jump shots it's just not the way the game's going to go you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself if it's all jumpers and I think he's done a a terrific job of using force on the offensive end you know a night that he goes four for 13 from the floor he still ends up with 28 points and I think that's a credit to him and his growth.
2: Obviously on a night when Mike is out and Galen is kind of making his return. Things are not as sharp as you'd normally expect them to be, but 24 turnovers, including seven by J.C., five by Lowry, what could have been, I guess, what kind of contributed to things not being as sharp as you
7: would like? Passing late, to me, was the biggest issue. Um, Orlando's a team that really swarms the paint. They do a great job of shifting into the gaps, and if you try to split that defender that's in the gap, Over and over again, and then make a late pass out to the perimeter. um, You put yourself at the mercy of really good athletes. You know, we saw even the one at the end where Bancaro. You know, it looked like a football. You know, pick six play where he just took off because Lowry kind of hesitated in the post and then threw an overhead pass cross court. And I just don't think we did a good enough job passing the ball early in the possession um, versus their shifts and it got us in some tough spots where you get in kind of in the middle with the, you know, Orlando's length. And, you know, they play so hard on the defensive end. I thought, you know, we just we put ourselves in a bad spot by not making the early pass versus their shifts.
2: What did you see out of um, Ochoa tonight? Um, you know, that you know, made you want to uh, put him in the, the five or six guys that,
7: that close tonight? Yeah, I thought his physicality was great. Um, Did a good job defensively being physical. Did a good job going to the glass being physical. Um, You know, I think Ochai is showing that he has a lot to offer even when he's not making shots. Um, That physicality defensively and on the glass is something that's very important to us. And um, I think he's he's done a great job of understanding that his life is not all jumpers, you know. Similar to our conversation about Lowry, like there's other ways to contribute to winning. And Ochai has done a great job and really made the most of his opportunity.
1: Jordan had a career high 12 rebounds tonight. What was what was the point to him getting to the, the
7: glass so much? Yeah, I don't know if it was something necessarily particular to tonight. It's something that we've been talking about a lot as a team that we need everybody to be on the glass and especially the the smaller players going back and pursuing we can't just rely on walker lowry and vando to clean up the glass kelly when he's healthy we, we can't do that um and i think tonight was obviously his best game i haven't watched the film so i haven't seen all of them i assume there are some that are long rebounds but you know, when Walker and those guys do a good job of blocking out, it's on the smaller players to go pursue the ball. And, you know, J.C., 12 rebounds and 10 of them are defensive. So uh, he obviously did a very good job pursuing the ball.
2: Walker starts the night one of four at the line. Obviously hits the last big two. Any apologies
7: necessary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't think so, no. he He's been great. He's been great. He's... He's learning on the job, and he's, you know, we've talked a lot with you guys about just embracing the imperfections that come with playing in the NBA and dealing with failure and dealing with moments where you get dunked on and continuing to to keep pushing. So just happy for him because that'll be a big moment for his confidence to to step up in that moment when you're one for four and make two big free throws is definitely good for a young player's psyche. Did you
8: talk to him after those two made ones?
7: No, I stayed away from him. Yeah, I'm not I'm not one to mess with uh, the flow. If a guy hits three or four threes in a row, I'm not going to talk to him either. I just try to stay out of the way. Thank you. Thanks, guys.
5: Jazz head coach Will Hardy, after uh, his team came away with win tonight, 112-108. Coach Lacombe, uh, what stood out to you?
6: You know, he's. Uh, it just seems like his relationship, his ability to relate where his guys are. Um, you know, a a really solid victory tonight. The guys fought. It was a hard hard game to get a rhythm, but um gotta be pleased with seeing guys individually get better. You know, Walker Kessler talked about at length, but he's the guy as I watch in season, you know, and I would talk to you as we sat here, like, hey, as he gains weight, as he gets stronger and is able to rebound some of those contested balls later, but it's not you know it's 25 30 games later and he is he's starting to get those balls that he was struggling to get so nice to see it all kind of coming together for Walker um, Lowry was great very patient let it come to him but uh, as coach said he's kind of learned a few things about you know drawing contact and he tonight he could you know didn't have it going from the, the field but to get to the line 21 times I mean that's a major shift for him
5: uh, with that, we will say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way tomorrow. The home back-to-back continues. The Jazz will take on uh, the Philadelphia 76ers and Joel Embiid. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got more post-game sound for you. We'll get more breakdown from Coach Lacombe as well as the Jazz win 112-108. to 108. You are listening to Utah Jazz.
0: It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison.
1: Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
0: I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.
5: It's basketball.
4: Your final hold. Sounded. That'll do it. And it's time for the Mark Miller Utah Jazz post game show with your hosts, Jake Scott and the coach, Tim Lacombe.
5: Jazz game night post game show. Jake Scott, coach, Tim Lacombe. The Jazz uh, come away with a victory tonight over the Orlando Magic 112 108. Post game is brought to you as always by our good friends and Mark Miller Subaru. And the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owner, uh, share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. We'll get you more sound from the players uh, coming up here shortly. Uh, for the Magic, Coach, we talked quite a bit about the Jazz in the last segment, heard from Coach Hardy. But uh, Franz Wagner, who you heard Locke talking a lot about tonight uh, in the pre uh, pregame and uh, during the broadcast, led the way for the Magic with uh, 26 points on 10 of 20 shooting. He also had five boards and uh, a couple of assists. He's, you know what, he's going to be a good player.
6: That was a great, great pick. Um, he's He was eighth overall, but, yeah, I think it's his, his, in 2021, it's his ability to maneuver, you know, tough situations historically for big guys. He just makes it look easy. Um, really fun to watch. Haven't seen him a lot and be honest with you, don't have an opportunity to see Orlando a ton, but uh, Wagner's everything that everybody told me, you know, he'd be, and he had a very, very nice game tonight. Uh, Bancaro only had 19 points. I say only, it's just a little bit below
5: his average. He's averaging a little over 21. Uh, Eight of 16 shooting. Four rebounds, three assists for the former number one pick, and then Wendell Carter Jr. had 19 points and 10 boards, although uh, limited in the second half. They made a nice adjustment against him.
6: Yeah, and he's been really vital to them. I mean, they've they've been better when he's on the floor, and he was good to start the game. Um, you know, but Jazz did a nice job, more neutralizing, and um, and and he wasn't as effective. But that that's a great win because again, the Jazz were right in the middle. Uh, of a fight, Orlando would had come right back. And there was a lot of responses by that Jazz team. Uh, Orlando shot 44% from the field, 14 of
5: 36, 39% from three. They were 10 of 16 at the line. So Larry Markinen himself with 21 free throws took more than uh, the entire Magic team with 16. But Locke mentioned this may, may have been one of the, if not the best defensive performance of the year for the Jazz. What do you think about that? Too? Yeah,
6: they, they uh, Orlando final stat they just over one point per- uh, one point per possession uh which would definitely be you know one of top three performances and that's a great one against a team that's very good offensively in areas that the jazz aren't so a great test, jazz passes and defense was solid
5: all right so Lowry markin uh tonight had a, a curious stat line he had twenty eight points we talked about this in the last uh post game actually you know somebody who can consistently put up numbers even when they're not necessarily getting their shots or those sorts of things. And uh, he had 28 points, only 4 of 13 shooting, 17 of 21 from the line, 3 of 6 from 3. But he had 12 rebounds uh, and 2 assists. But our friend Ben Anderson, who covers jazz for kslsports.com, has a couple of uh, interesting stats re- regarding Lowry. You ready for these? I'm ready. Okay, Lowry's 21 free throw attempts are the most by a jazz player since... Give you a guess on this. Mm.
6: Donovan Mitchell.
5: The mailman. Oh, mailman. In 2003. Okay. His 17 makes are the most since. More recent. That's my cl- my clue for you.
6: Donovan Mitchell.
5: Darren Williams. Ah! Did it in no way. You know, I, I kind of wonder about Donovan Mitchell, although, you know what? Going to the line a ton was not That's necessarily his, more his thing. With the Jazz, that's one thing, Larry going going to the line. That's a that's a huge deal. And Carl, I mean that that was the reason Carl averaged you know the the twenty eight points a game that he did some oh, seasons because sure. he yeah. lived at the line. I mean, so if the jumper wasn't falling, he was still getting all those points at the line. So
6: yeah, he made it. I mean, and, and it was interesting. We talked about Walker kind of hoping those shots would go in. Carl was not a good free throw shooter when he got here. And that was something he developed and became a real strength for him.
5: Now, here's another one from Ben, but I won't make a guess on this one because it would be too difficult. Only two players in NBA history have scored more points than Larry Markin did tonight on four or fewer made, made field goals. Chauncey Billups did it twice, Sleepy Floyd did it once, and Steve Smith matched Markin's
6: 28 once. Do you know Sleepy Floyd's first name?
5: Oh, yes, I, sh- I do, in fact. And now you're going to. It hit me because I. I Eric. Eric Sleepy Sleepy Floyd. 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 What a great. This rolls off the tongue. It sure does. Uh, And Steve Smith, big point guard from Michigan State. Absolutely. He was very good. And then, of course, we're very familiar with Chauncey Billups. Actually, this is a really aside, but I think Steve Smith is a pretty good analyst. He's doing uh, NBA TV stuff.
6: He Uh, does do a good job. Yeah. A guy that he was a versatile player, really versatile and tough, you know, playing at Michigan State. Had to be tough.
5: Had some good years with those Hawks teams that I, I thought could give Michael Jordan a run for the, for his money, but uh, they never did.
6: That's where I think of him for sure. With is the
5: Hawks season. with Mookie Blaylock and and that kind of version. You had Kevin Willis.
6: Oh, Kevin Willis was a tough, tough dude. You didn't want to get in to mix it up with him. Oh, he
5: was a machine, too. He and Carl
6: would square off from yeah. time to time. Oh,
5: he was a tough player. But, yeah, those Hawks teams couldn't get past MJ. But Steve Smith was, was – Really, really good. So there you go, marking in twenty-eight points on just four made field goals. That's was it. See,
6: number eight seems like I'm going to check. Steve you. Smith. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah, with the Hawks, he was eight.
5: Look at you. Look at That's, you go.
6: My 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 numbers are my thing. I can do. Just... Yeah, you just pulled a Mike Smith right there with the memory. Not like he can. He can recite the Gettysburg Address.
5: How about the Jazz? Uh, back to the game here for a moment, coach, and, and hopefully we'll get some player sound coming up here shortly. The Jazz uh, crunched the magic on the boards 60 to 40. A 20-point difference in rebounding. The Jazz had two players in double figures with Larry Markkinen with 12. Jordan Clarkson had a career-high 12 boards tonight. But then two players with nine rebounds. Jared Vanderbilt had nine in just 21 minutes. And Walker Kessler had nine in 27 minutes.
6: So you take something that we talked a ton about in the beginning of the year. And it was not just against dominant rebounding teams. The Jazz struggled, just flat-out struggled defensively to rebound and end possessions. Um, you can tell that that's something that's definitely taken to heart because that has become less of an issue and actually more of a strength. I mean, they are they're rebounding the ball very well now. In
5: fact, how about let's do the Master of the Glass? Uh, brought to you by SafeLight Auto Glass. Proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound Program. At the end of the regular season, SafeLight will donate five dollars to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's Team Rebound Leader. We just kind of went over it, but tonight's Master of the Glass. It, it is a tie. But it's going to Jordan Clarkson. Oh, 12 yeah, twelve rebounds. His, already... his career high. He and Markkinen both had twelve rebounds. But how about Clarkson? Look at that double double with rebounds. Good for him.
6: It's 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 really really cool for me to see as a coach because this is all stuff that I'm sure it was. There was a transition from the role he played last year, the last couple of years to now, and he he's done it with flying colors.
5: Let's go down uh, to the podium here from Colin Sexton.
9: out um finished the game, got stops, and uh, yeah, that's what led to the win. <laughs> talk about
3: uh the shot you made late i mean it's you know you, it's it's in the paint where you like to be and you stretch out and you find a way to put it down
9: uh just being aggressive in that moment, um you know we needed to score at that point, just tried to attack when the defense wasn't set um got to the rim and you know made an easy layup, but um you know we we had to get some stops towards the end of that. Uh, after that, and we, we got those done. Uh, big free throws by you know Walker, um, and a big block by
3: uh, Larry. Talk about Walker. He's uh, uh, a young talent in tonight. Seven block shots and also two critical free throws late. You've seen him grow up right
9: right here. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, just watching him grow, uh, be aggressive, go up to that that free throw line. I was talking to him the whole time, knowing that uh, he was gonna knock those down, having the confidence in him. Um, he's been t- protecting the rim for us um, been finishing around the rim he's been doing a lot a lot of great things for us so I'm happy to see him uh
3: do that and he's going to keep continuing to get better good to see uh, Colin too gives you more depth more more rotation opportunities with Sexton
9: yeah he made a tough shot too down the end of the um in the late in the fourth quarter um and then yeah just making big plays um shots when uh we didn't have anything really offensively and him just getting in the paint finishing and uh, knocking down tough shots
3: final thought uh you get to play Philly tomorrow night it's one of those back-to-backs where, which the Jazz knew all about too too often but it's uh, Embiid
9: and the Sixers yeah uh you know we got a load in the paint uh Joel's playing you know amazing this year um but you know we'll come in here lace him up and uh try to go get a win tomorrow all right. that's Jesse thanks yes sir
5: all right, there you go. That's Jordan Clarkson obviously. Sorry for misidentifying there throwing to that uh that interview, but Jordan of course, my favorite interview on the team. You knew immediately who it was when he threw it down there.
6: Oh yeah, smooth, silky smooth and good vibes always. Yeah. Um but just we just got done talking about him. He's so impressive the role has has changed and I think, you know, from kind of laissez-faire uh go out there and and make as many shots as you can, you know, to be able to on the fly, be able to become a much better defender uh attention to detail on scouts you know uh his ability really has impressed me to play make you know that's that's an area he's been amazing but these n- nights like tonight where he goes and does the really hard things and uh you you see him as a small guy, but he's bigger than you think, you know the way you see him dunk, so he's able to go make an impact with his athleticism. Uh, and go help the, the the guy big guys rebound the basketball, and he did an awesome job of that
5: tonight. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruWiz.com, dot Jazz win one twelve one zero eight. We'll get you more players. Sound. We'll get Coach Lacombe's further thoughts on this one as well. You are listening to Utah Jazz basketball
4: to the reaction. Hear from the coaches, the players, as well as the coach, Tim Lacombe. It's the Mark
5: Miller Utah Jazz Postgame Show. Here's Jake Scott. Jazz Postgame, Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Postgame brought by Mark Miller Subaru. And the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more. Share. MarkMillerSubaru.com. Your final Jazz beat the Magic, and another close thriller, Coach 112-108. We also want to remind the good folks about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 14 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from Jazz Bear, a $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to utahjazz.com slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator. Uh, right now, we'll get to uh, more player sound uh, coming up here momentarily, uh, Coach. But it is interesting. We see all these close games. They certainly are getting plenty of work on, on how to execute when it matters the most. And how about Walker Kessler stepping to the line and knocking down two free throws in clutch time that, I don't know if you want to say it sealed the game for the Jazz, but certainly kept the magic at... Uh, a, 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 little bit of a distance
6: there's no doubt and you know those opportunities you know for him to be able to step up there and do it now one time um and you build on that you know it's like uh it's like having a real clutch guy in a uh in a scramble you know and you know he's going to see the line a couple times he's going to go to school on everybody and he's going to be your closer he's going to knock them in um you know there's a lot of pressure in those things first guy that's got a putt and um, so, in all likelihood, Walker, you know, he passed the test tonight. He did a great job of facing the pressure, <laughs> uh, stepping up there and knocking him in. It's been kind of a, an issue for him, the free throw line. But um, so many guys have been, you know, not the best free throw shooters, and they've worked on their game for, uh, and worked on that particular part of it, and it becomes a strength. I, I see no different. I, I think that's something he'll do.
5: I'll tell you what, if he keeps improving – He's going to make our guy, Mike Smith, look really smart. Oh,
6: man. I mean, it's, that's in the bank. There's no doubt.
5: All right, let's get some more player sound. Let's go back downstairs and hear from Ochai Obaji. Just, just
2: as the games go on, just getting more and more comfortable. Um, you know, not playing too, too much, like, forcing everything. Um, you know, playing within our offense, within my game. But really just bringing the energy, you know, defensively. Crashing the glass offensively and then just guarding, so...
1: What do you think your defensive
2: defensive strengths are? Uh, I think just just being an overall team defender, um, talking, communicating, making sure guys are in good initial positioning. Being athletic, yeah, being athletic, stuff like that. So yeah. You had a game-winning block
8: today. Similar. Uh, come on. pretty athletic. <laughs> <laughs>
10: okay. Mind. How similar is? Hey, I got <laughs> stuffed by the rim today. So.
1: <laughs> how similar is what you're doing now
6: to what you're doing with the stars? Like, is uh, it at all the
2: same? Um, a little bit. I mean, yeah, obviously.
6: Um, It is
2: different more just being in actions when I'm with the Stars, um, running the same offense, but just being in those actions that JC and those other guys are in. Um, So kind of knowing those positions and also knowing those plays, um, if there is a possibility that I'm in them with the Jazz, I know how to run them. I know what to do and all that stuff and the reads and stuff. So, yeah.
6: You've seen teams adjust? And after you, you know, have yeah. 30 points in two games, I'm sure they adjusted
2: to <laughs> Yeah, you. yeah, just adjusting as far as closing out on me and um, just playing off that and um, just identifying me as more of a shooter. So you see them not helping out as much or helping in as much. So... Um, just playing off that, and now you know, watching more film and then seeing those reads is is what I'm trying to do to get better. Yes, when you attack the closeout, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, get to the basket first, um, and then if someone steps up, uh, look for that defender or look for the open guy that's that should be open. So did
9: you do that a lot in Kansas,
7: or were you more balling?
2: Uh, no, I was playing more off the uh, off the shot fake or just off the catch, um, playing off other guys, just being ready to to make that first that first read.
5: There you go. That's Ochai Obaji, who has been uh, so good as his role has uh, emerged lately. And, you know, you heard Locke talk about this during the po- uh, the broadcast where he had been so good from three and made his impact. Well, that wasn't the case tonight, Coach, but check this out. He only had, say only, he had three points on one of four shooting, one of three from three. He had five boards, which you got to love uh, to see that, two assists, and he had two block shots. But get this, he was a team high plus 23 in the plus 20 uh plus minus in 26 minutes.
6: He defended his tail off tonight. I mean, that was one of the score the stories of the game for me is the way he guarded out there. He guarded his position, but he was always in the right spot for help. Um really really impressed with him across the board. He was uh, you know, brought up in the pregame, coach Hardy talked about he got a three blocked in the last game, which tells you that teams are starting to take notice that this kid can shoot because they're not going to send a resource out somewhere where they don't need to. So the the words out, and now he's getting the opportunity as we saw tonight. Teams now run at him. You know they don't yeah. want to let him get a three, so now he can play more off the bounce. Which Ben asked that question, um, but yeah, as guys run at him now. He's got that weapon. So really nice progression in a short period of time for for uh, Ochai.
5: Man, the jazz when you see, you know, some of the pieces uh, going back to the off season, you think about all the draft picks coming back for Donovan and Rudy. Well, man, they brought back some dudes. Are you kidding me? Man? Yeah, I mean seriously. Lowry's going to be an all-star. Uh, I'm feeling more and more confident about that as each game goes by but obaji has got a ton of potential Walker Kessler we we sp- I feel like we spend half of every post game talking about him he's been so good and that's not to mention Malik Beasley who's bit uh you know hit big shots for him Jared Vanderbilt who's been active and done nothing but play every role they've handed to him I mean they brought some Colin Sexton who made his return tonight after missing uh some time with the hamstring had 18 points in 24
6: minutes and I'm going to tell you the difference in Ochai, and so I'm going to I'm going to stamp him right now. I'm throwing him into the category. Uh, you know, I've said Markin and Kessler rebuild pieces. Zero doubt, put them in there, go. Um, I'm going to say the same for Ochai. I think this guy is really playing himself into what we see in the NBA right now got, that are having a ton of success. He made his first above-the-break three tonight. All the other threes have been corner threes. So uh, we've seen him attack penetration. We've seen him finish hard at the rim. But I am telling you, go back and watch that film. You know, as a as a coach, to watch him bust his tail over screens, be in help, and never rest for a minute. Well, I, I was really impressed with him tonight.
5: Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Uh, Subaru owner, uh, real stories from real Mark Miller, Subaru customers, Subaru owners, their diversity, each has a unique story to share, read some, share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Jazz win tonight over the Magic 112-108. We'll have more for you coming up next. You are listening to Utah Jazz Basketball.
4: Jake Scott and the coach Tim Lacombe are breaking down how it all happened on the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Postgame Show. Oh, my!
5: Jazz post game. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmiller.subaru.com. to is the final. The Jazz win. They beat the Orlando Magic tonight. Coach, uh, let's get a look at the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A One app. And uh, this stat tonight, uh, critical uh, for the Jazz uh, win. They got uh, 17 of 21 at the line from Lowry Markinen. As a team, they were 29 of 40, 72.5%. But marketing, making a living from the uh, the stripe tonight, uh, compared to the Magic, who were only ten of sixteen total from the from the line, sixty two and a half percent. So the Jazz more than doubled the amount of foul shots taken tonight by the Magic.
6: When you're the better team, uh, you know the team that's. And I've talked about this a bunch. Be the more aggressive team. If you got the if you got the better team, and I felt like that's what the Jazz did tonight. Again, you can't always control the shots are going to fall. Uh, but this is where this team's getting better. Um, coach Hardy talked about it specifically with Lowry, but I think everybody understands the value of getting to the line, um, and it's helped them win games. Helped them tonight for sure. Be honest. Uh, it, so uh, false,
5: Coach uh, Mosley, the the head coach for the Magic. This is what's got to drive them nuts, right? The Magic with a, if they didn't have a bunch of silly fouls would have won this game fairly easily oh yeah that's got to drive a coach bananas right
6: one you think about one you know the, the walk under on Clarkson that ends up being a flagrant just you know don't contest it so close and stuff you talk about all the time but the game the game just happens and you can't control every situation and that's why um you know you do your best and and let the chips fall where they may
5: that's right we did have a chance to possibly see another
6: seven point play didn't we Dude, it was crazy. What is going yeah, was on right now? And Clarkson's getting good at whatever it is because he's he's drawing several. Yep. All right, let's get to some more game sound. Let's now go down
5: to the podium where Walker, Kessler, and Lowry Markin are addressing the media together.
10: I guess you're not Markkinen getting paid, good. so you can't do it.
8: Right yeah, you can't get <laughs> mad at me. I'm working off of referrals. Walker, I take it by the look on your face after those free posts You're pretty nervous for that one. Yeah, yeah, I was a little, a little nervous. Um, no, you know, I, I was confident. Obviously, I didn't shoot well free throws before that, but you know, I think that I just had a little quiet prayer in myself, and it happened. So I was thankful for it. Maybe not
0: nervous,
8: but relieved. Relieved, sure. Yeah, I was smiling after.
0: <laughs>
8: uh, speaking of free throws,
1: Larry, how are you getting to the line so much lately?
8: Uh.
10: Just using the physicality. Uh, I drove to the rim more tonight. <clears throat> I think they were running me off the line from three-point line, so I just try to get to the rim and then try to find a body that kind of hit and <laughs> uh, just trying to, <clears throat> I mean, like I said, just being physical, going to the rim aggressively and uh, try to go dunk everything and we'll uh, get some, some calls, but... I tried to get a foul call on the reverse dunk too, but <laughs> that one I
8: do. the last jazz player to shoot that many free throws in the game was Carmel. Um, mm-hmm. That's good. Good company. Yeah. <laughs> good
10: company there. Uh, I could have made four more.
8: <laughs> well, let's, let's be happy with what we have. How's it how's it feel? The guy next to you had set, career high seven blocks, but you had probably the most memorable one. With the game <laughs> uh, yeah. point Oh, True. Yeah, that pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, one one game-ending block was, was pretty
10: nice too. Uh, I mean, try to do I whatever whatever, whatever the team needs to,
8: shots,
10: so. to. Whatever, try to do whatever the team needs to get the win. Obviously, ending again, we gotta learn from. We made it too close, I think, and we gotta learn from that. To, so just not be in that situation. But I'm glad I got my hand on the ball, and uh, a lot of a lot of little things go into winning, but. Definitely felt good. What did you see on
2: that last bit? It seemed like you anticipated what you wanted to do pretty well, and you defended it <coughs> and forced him into that kind
10: of. Yeah, we were just step. yeah, we were just switching everything, and then <clears throat> I knew he'll probably try to shoot a three. So just first of all, try to stay down, not to foul him, and uh, especially when he jumps, try not to land in his space and stuff like that. But glad I got a piece of it, and uh, we'll move on.
1: Walker, you've got a couple of games now where you get a lot of blocks
8: in the first half and they slow down. Is that just because they're playing against you differently or
10: they're trying to read it a little bit? It beats me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you, block, no, if you think... block my shot five times, I'm not coming. Yeah, well, I guess,
8: you know, <laughs> a little bit, maybe dissuasion, maybe. You know, they they definitely adjust. You know, they're they're smart players, too, and smart coaches. So, um, yeah, it is weird. That's happened a couple of times. Uh, I can't can't really explain it. I guess just a game plan change. and Yeah. You got any answer to that? We don't know. <laughs> just keep getting blocked. Yeah. We'll keep, keep doing that. Well, I
1: think it was your career high in offensive rebounds, too. Uh, and you had a six offensive rebound game the other night. So, kind of what are you seeing on that in the back of your
8: game? Um, you know, I think that... Constantly going to the offensive glass opportunities are going to present themselves. You know, a lot of times I go and I obviously don't get the rebound. But if you keep going with a sense of aggression, obviously my height and being able to kind of read the ball off of the rim and um, length, you know, it helps me. Helps me a lot. I'm not going to sit here and say if I was, you know, six two, I'd be getting the same amount of rebounds. But um, there's definitely timing involved and definitely you know reading the the flight path of the ball
1: and Lowry, when you have a game where you hit you know shoot 4 of 13 or whatever but score 28 points like are you coming away from that thinking hey I should have shot better or are you coming away with that kind of proud of your performance like what are kind of the overall emotions
10: of it uh just you're never satisfied with your performance and I think that's just a competitive it's you always want to do better that's why we're here and uh but like you said, let's not get greedy. Like, just try to find different ways to affect the game. It's either rebounding or defense or get too free to free throw line. Just do whatever it takes. And uh, of course, I want to shoot better, but can't go in every night. So, just try to find different ways to affect the game.
4: Larry, what is it about
8: this system now that you've had you know a good amount of time? In it? What is it about this system that is working for
10: you? Just I think we got a good group of guys just playing together, and we move a lot off the ball. We got good passers on this team, willing passers and uh so it's getting to good spots and uh then you just got to knock him down and uh I think we are moving the ball pretty well and uh just getting good looks from that. So. Just,
0: uh, is Taylin Taylor CPR
7: certified? <laughs> <laughs> I got up. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's <what
8: counts>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lowry Markinen, 2023. <laughs> yeah, there. there we go.
5: Especially that. Oh yeah. Lowry Markinen and Walker Kessler uh, right there. I thought that was uh, kind of funny that Walker Kessler may have had seven block shots tonight, but Lowry Markinen probably had the most important one blocking that three point attempt there at the end.
6: Yeah, fun team, those two guys. Uh, almost like a John C. Riley and. Uh, Will Farrell, like the step brothers with the curly hair, but uh uh Walker seems to be the funnest guy in the room. Uh, I'd love to how he, he dropped the plug there at the end for Lowry's campaign, you know. He's his campaign manager, marking, right? Marking in twenty twenty three. You gotta love it. Uh but no. Great chemistry. You love to see that with two young guys that hopefully you know, we plan to have here, around here for a long time, but both of them made a huge impact on the game.
5: 112 to 108 is your final. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. Coming up next, your play of the game. And we'll wrap this one up and look forward to tomorrow night's game. You are listening to Utah Jazz Basketball.
4: Box score is printed. Jake Scott and the coach Tim LaCombe are breaking down how it all happened on the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Postgame Show. Oh my! Here's Mo
1: Wagner, driving to the basket, blocked by Kessler, that's his sixth of the night. Tired career high, right side Beasley, stop and pop three,
5: listen!
6: You know it's good, Crowder ups. Jamal Mosley takes a timeout! jazz by eight 93 85 10 38 to play fourth
5: quarter in salt lake city there's your play of the game shout out to our dude david Locke. i love that listen that was sick that was Seriously, great that was the best call of the year great call my, my vote david.
6: for call of the year for the for david like said, my favorite call of yeah i
5: love it that was great
6: uh Play
5: the game brought to you by our friends at Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com, driven said- <laughs> by you. Yeah, that was great. Listen, you know what?
6: It told the whole story. Great call. But I've, I've yeah. thought that because there is that little pause, well, and he just, dude, hey, he gets he comes at it every angle. Good job tonight, Mr. Locke. Fine work by our guy, David. All twelve one zero eight is your final jazz postgame.
5: Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, postgame brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance uh, to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. If you are just joining us, it was really a uh, a thriller of a game. The Jazz held the lead for most of it. Uh, the Magic took the lead in the fourth quarter, but uh, the Jazz took it back and held on. Larry Markin led the way with 28 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, he had two assists to steal and a block. However, only four made field goals tonight. Four of 13 for Lowry Markkinen and did not make a field goal in the second half. But he was 17 of 21 at the line, uh, which is just amazing. Most free throw attempts since Karl Malone back in 03. Jordan Clarkson tonight with a double-double, 23 points and a career-high 12 rebounds for Jordan tonight. Walker Kessler missed a double-double. By just one rebound, he had 13 points and nine rebounds, but he missed a triple double by just one rebound and three block shots as Walker Kessler had a uh, career high seven block shots tonight to go along with his 13 points. Colin Sexton returning from injury, 18 points in 24 minutes as he played great. A uh, ton of energy, obviously, from him. Uh, for the magic in the loss, uh, Franz Wagner had 26 points. Carroll had 19. Wendell Carter Jr. also had 19. Uh, Franz's brother Mo had 11, uh, coming in uh, off the bench for the Magic. I think Locke's right. I think the Magic really need a point guard.
6: Yeah, no doubt. And the guys they have now are more scoring guys, right? Anthony Suggs.
5: Well, Gary Harris. Gary Harris. Yeah, but who yeah. who left after only 12 minutes tonight? But you know, we don't think of him as a traditional point guard. Certainly.
6: No, and we know it's been important The Jazz didn't have a point guard tonight, and it's hard. It's hard to navigate, you know, perhaps maybe some of Lowry's shots, you know, just the timing and rhythm that Mike usually gets the team zipping in. You just never know, but uh, one thing I do like, if the shot's not going in, to be able to figure out how to help your team, and Lowry was masterful at that tonight. First time since Karl Malone. I mean, who wouldn't know that answer? (laughs) <laughs> maybe donovan mitchell well the
5: most makes sense uh darren williams Since darren williams. i'm sorry
6: most attempts attempts that's carl
5: malone oh uh, i was just adding another fun fact courtesy of our friend ben anderson all right uh coach let's get some final thoughts from you on this one before we
6: turn the page just another exciting night utah jazz basketball i, I think this uh arena was rocking everybody got excited <laughs> another eventful ending but uh the jazz fought and it wasn't beautiful definitely uh definitely not going to win any awards for best looking game but they fought as they always do and figure out a way to win i'm impressed by orlando fun team to watch uh some really fun young players Paolo and uh wagner will be around for a long time guys are good so Fun one tonight, Jake. Good hanging out with you.
5: Does feel like the magic have something to build they got on. something brewing. Even though uh the Jazz come away with win tonight by 3 over the Magic 112-108. We we'll want to say a final uh a big thank you to everybody who participated in the broadcast tonight. They-
0: a gun in the face.
1: Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today.
0: Started 2 years of horror for an American in Venezuela.